Okay, so this is for the Keeping It Real with Khadija podcast. Um, and I am using my daughter's frozen sticker book that they got free from Tesco's to write my notes in. So now get perfect later. <laughs> Literally, start now and get perfect later. Well, thank you for coming around, darling. No, thank you. I'm at Khadija's place, by the way. It's yeah. beautiful new home. Yeah, thank you. And she bought, she's the first person to bring me a card. <laughs> she bought me a card and some flowers and wine and bought her own delicious bickies. That's We're what ready. I love. We're ready. We're by the fire, as Christmassy as possible. And um, I really wanted to get you on my podcast. I've been wanting to get you on my podcast for a long time. But we went out the other night. We went yes. to your award ceremony. Tell everyone what that was for. Um, so I was lucky to be nominated for the Young Entrepreneur of the Year, the Growing Business Awards um, in London. And Khadija was amazing. And she dropped everything to come with me at last minute. I really appreciate it. Was it was so much fun. Um, and we had a very eventful journey there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We <laughs> were in the car a long time. But it was yeah, good. It was, it was really time good. for us to really... Because we've seen each other at events. Yeah. And we've chatted and we've supported each other. But not really had that quality time. No. And we were stuck in a car. So we had to, you know, get yeah. to know each other each other which was good it was like intensive intensive yeah. three hours of getting to know each other but I'm so glad we did because we've got yeah. so many things in common exactly and that's why I'm so glad that you're here now so that we could go through this thank you I'm thank excited you. Yeah, yeah thank you for coming okay so firstly you are known as the hashtag essay girl yes you are and I had a cleaner business where we cleaned a lot of essays yeah. so how's your essay journey going right now because I don't have any properties myself mm-hmm. we used to manage some it is something I've been wanting to get into yeah. for a long time I guess I've been a bit nervous um investing the money and not knowing if it's you know if it, the numbers are going to stack up yeah. so what advice would you give to someone like me that has a bit of experience in the whole linen and the cleaning and that kind of thing yeah. but is nervous about making that initial investment I think you've got a huge advantage over other people who don't have that because getting the right team in place is one of the most important things for like a successful essay business. Yeah. I think learn how to to work out your figures. Yeah. Um, know your area, start in the area that you know, put all of those together and just get out there and find a property. Yeah. You'll never get a hundred percent guarantee that it's gonna work or not. Yeah. Um, but if you do your figures, if you know your area, if you build a good team then you've got very high chances of success. Mm. And, you know, I've, I've had to let go of essays for different reasons. Not many that they weren't profitable, actually. It was more reviews or neighbours or anything like that. So I don't know many people who had to let go because they weren't making money. Really? Yeah, yeah. Some some of them make less money than they expected, but everyone that I know makes profit. Is and there a rule? So they do make profit. Okay, yeah. good. So is there a rule of thumb about how much you should... For instance, if I were to get a property that was, say, in this area, yeah. £650 a month, yeah. two-bed flat, um, and then obviously I've got the cleaning and the bills or whatever. Yeah. I have run a property here before and it was good because there's no hotels nearby. Yeah. So there's nowhere really for people to stay when they visit family. But on average with mm-hmm. your portfolio, yeah. what would you expect as a return after bills? Is it a certain hundred, like amount of hundreds? Is it a certain percentage yeah. or can you just not say it? So I go on a basis of £1,000 a month per property profit over the 12 months each month. So that means that in the summer will be more. In the winter, might be slightly less. And um, so we average this out for £1,000 clear after all really? bills, everything else. Yeah. So if you've got 15 properties, you're hoping to have 50 grand. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get started. Let's I need this Honestly. I need this money in my life. <laughs> this is the stuff I've been wanting to ask. Should we turn this fire on? It's hot. We're burning. Oh, One burning. second, we're actually melting. We did it for like the picturesque scene, but we're dying here right now. Hold on. It's hot. 
Oh my god, how the hell do I turn this thing off? There you go. Can't remember. Come in. There we are. It's off. I mean, it's really down. It's nice and warm for us. <laughs> I think we got the ambiance that we were looking for, exactly. and it's still a little bit lit in the background. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so about a thousand pounds. And yeah. when you mentor people, because I know you do that, yeah. is that what you're when they when they say to you, Camilla, I found a property mm-hmm. and I've got my calculator and I've I've worked out all of this. You yeah. want them to work towards a thousand pounds a month. That's right. It depends on a person because some people will be happy with less. I had a call with a client yesterday and she was saying to me, oh, I'm making about £700 profit in the winter, but in the summer it was over 2000 And she was saying to me, should I let go of that property because I make 700 in the winter? And I was like, no. You like you repaid all your costs. You make consistent income every month. In the winter, 700 quid. It's like, I'll be happy with that because yeah. you just told me in the summer you make over two grand. Yeah. So, because you have to average it over the 12 months. Mm. So, it depends. Everyone will be different. I mean, if someone's got a property and they're making three grand net profit per month, they may look at a thousand and think that's shit. Yeah. So I know people who make more money, but then at the same time, if you make 200 quid from a buy to let and you've got all that deposit stuck in it, then five, seven hundred quid is a lot of money. To Literally. Do. And it's like passive if you've yeah, got the exactly. right, if exactly. you've got the right team. Yes. Because I've worked with SA hosts before yeah. and they didn't have the right team and it wasn't passive for yeah. them and then it was stressful. But if you've got the right team in place, yeah. whether that be with a company or you've trained up your own yeah. staff, I think that's where my skill comes in. You're right. In the yeah. sense that I had 25 odd members of staff yeah. cleaning essays. So I know the struggle firsthand. Yeah. If there's nowhere to store linen, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, everything needs, the keys need to be in the right place. So I know that stuff. Okay, let's talk about approaching an agent. So yeah. when you approach an agent, what would you, would you just go and say corporate let? Because I know some people say, say that you're looking for corporate let. Yeah. And that helped with the cleaning business because I would say, oh, you know, we work in the construction industry, so we mm-hmm. might have some labourers that need to yeah. stay. I'm elaborating the truth slightly, but is that, because a lot of people are cl- quite closed off from SA, especially agents yeah. and landlords, right? What I find is that a lot of people get out there without knowing much about SA and try to get these deals. And whilst I'm a huge encourager of get out and do it, SA, you need to know your shit. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You you end up lying and then you end up messing it up for the people. And then we come to these agents and they've already been burned by someone else and that's what the problem is. It's annoying. Um, keep it simple with an agent is important because initially they don't understand. So you can't just go, well, verb, verb with diarrhea, we do this and that and booking knock on Airbnb, they'll get scared. Yeah. So you start with, I'm looking for a corporate tenancy. Mm. It's a long-term rent, three years plus. Yeah. And the the things, the truth is, like we specialise in business workers. So Monday to Friday, we've got um, contractors, builders, corporate clients in some, and weekends, we open to leisure market. Yeah. And we do say that to an agent, but not in the initial conversation. Yeah. Because you want to get to see the property first, see if it's any good. And don't. Have the right discussions. And if they're prepared to work with you, then you can give them all the details later. Yeah. So I've got like a, you know, keep it simple, answer what they ask. Yeah. Don't just tell them too much initially. And then once you, because once you've paid a holding deposit and references are being done, etc. They already trust you. They already know a bit about you. And then you can start elaborating on a lot more detail. If they want to know, some of them don't, they don't really yeah, care. they're not bothered. Oh my yeah. God, you really do know your stuff, don't you? <laughs> and you've got, so let's plug it. You've got yeah. a manual that people can, or, or an yeah. essay in a box that people can buy. And yeah. that will talk them through everything, yeah. right? It's A to Z, because I'm quite simple. I don't like complicated Me things. Me either. Bring it, like, Keep make it simple. Straight, no yeah. bullshit. A, B, C. Exactly. <laughs> no no crap. This is not this. It's... You can make it simple. So yeah. do A, then do B, then do C, and keep going until yeah. you get it right. So yeah, yeah I've got the manual, which is 
and um, it's got USB stick on it with like do analyzer, um, all the useful contracts and oh templates so you can use. Right, well, I need to order. And this is the thing, um, you really inspired me. So obviously we had the challenge where we had yes. to um, earn as much money as possible. For those of you that were in the destructive group, Rob Moore set us a challenge and Camilla and I, actually I wasn't going to take part, but we're in a separate WhatsApp group and she was taking part and I was taking part. And it's like nice, healthy competition. Yes, like, oh, definitely. she's doing good. I need to do I was seeing her results and I was like, shit, I need to up my game. But this is going to lead me on to the next topic we're going to talk about in a minute, about how other people are towards us in business. So I saw your essay in a box. Obviously, I know nothing about that that but it did make me think what do I know and what can I put on paper and I knew about cleaning yeah. so I created a 40 page manual and I sold a couple not yeah. as intensive as yours but it's all about the cleaning side yeah. and now I'm thinking about what other stuff do I know in business I know about HR mm -hmm. I know about marketing and what you did empowered me and inspired me into getting my knowledge out on paper and I was very transparent from the beginning saying to you, oh, wow, that's so cool. I need to do something yep. like that. But often in business, you either see that someone's copycatted yep. what you've done without kind of saying, without giving you the credit. Yep. I think what I've done is I'm like, I've created a manual. It's not like yours. It's something completely different. It's in the same industry, but it's about cleaning. Yep. And I just want to give you the credit because thank you so much oh, for doing you. what you did because that inspired me. Yep. What's difficult sometimes in business is, copywriting shit people yeah. trying to do things that you're doing without acknowledging that it's you that they got it from yeah. I'm sure you'd be much happier if somebody said you know I've created this and it's all thanks to Camilla she's inspired me because that's giving you yeah. the props yeah. um, rather than doing it and then claiming it to be their yeah. authentic Unique, idea yeah, yeah completely that's annoying yeah. so we're like as businesswomen, we're not upset or, or annoyed if someone's doing the same thing as us no. this is business yeah. Everybody, and we, we actually mentor people yeah to do, do what we're doing thing. yeah what yeah. I think what it's about often and, yeah. and on social media is that etiquette almost yes. it's just like don't be slimy in the yeah. way that you do things just be acknowledging of the fact that I followed what this person's doing they've really inspired yeah. me and as a, and even reach out to that person yeah. reach out to the person and say do you know what I've been watching you for six months yeah. I'm really, really inspired by what yeah. you're doing would you mind if I start doing stuff like that yeah. actually could you help me yeah. or you know that kind of stuff just like keep it real be honest be authentic equally as women I think we get a lot of um jealousy a lot of bitterness we do yeah how are you how are you finding it because i know you know i see your posts sometimes you're yeah. writing yeah <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> especially the last few months but it's because you like me wear your heart on your sleeve yeah. and things piss you off so how are you finding it i mean let's talk about women first so how do you find it because i mean i'll be frank after the show i got a lot of women saying to me thank you for being the way you are yeah i also got a lot of women saying oh you're um even karen brady called me a tyrant you know so there's uh, yeah so there's wow. in unfortunately sometimes catty behavior yeah. happens in business and in life but particularly in business so how do you overcome when there's bitchy girls for instance it's hard so I tend to and you probably I think you see similar as me so I get on with guys really really well so I've kind of with with a guy if you have a fight you say it how it is you have a bit of a scrap done it's, and you just move on there's nothing there with the, the women that I hang out with are my type of women like you you know yeah. you say it how it is <laughs> and like you know it's just like you just put it out then you support each other because I'm a huge supporter of women and like a lot of women follow me and I want to like I stand for women's independence and we can do it ourselves. We don't need a bloke to help us. But there's a lot 
I've noticed there's a lot of bitterness and jealousy mainly amongst women and it's really like hurtful mm. um, and we were talking about it earlier that you know people just don't like you because you do well yeah like, women just don't like you because I don't know I don't really understand so I don't know whether it makes them feel like you, you feel you're better than them yeah like, you just try to do your thing yeah and like what I find I don't really get involved in gossip I don't really hear much of it I don't speak poorly yeah, about people it's it. just like yeah. I, I don't I, like, I yeah. genuinely think people are nice if I have a moan I have a moan to like a good, good friend but it never yeah. goes anywhere just yeah. like a moment like, yeah. oh. and that's it Where and I've been kind of hanging out with more people and I go oh do you know this person says this about you do you know this person says that about you do you know oh, this person said that and to me what's shocking is that all these people are being mentioned they're lovely okay. to my face uh, and they talk about me behind my back mm. so because if I have a problem with someone I'll come to them and I'll tell them. Mm. And like, you know, there's no, um, or at least I'm not going to be nice to them. I'll just yeah. avoid them. Yeah. Like, if I don't get on with someone, we're just not going to be hanging out. Yeah. And that's it. So I don't really understand the attitude that I'm your best friend on social media and I support everything that you do, but I'm going to slag you off behind your back. Yeah. It's just, and do you think, uh, because I, I sometimes have to take the blame yeah. because I think sometimes the way I speak and feel free to comment I get misconstrued I like I was literally yeah. in the pharmacy today and I was just asking like I have a repeat prescription for yeah. underactive thyroid and in my mind repeat means that the doctor sends it straight to the pharmacy yeah. and I don't have to do anything and the pharmacist was basically teaching me to suck eggs saying no you have to call up you need to set a reminder on your phone and I went I I, I mean I, I don't think you understand how busy I am like I forget until like yeah. right now yeah. and she went well you can set a, a reminder or you can get your team oh, and then that. I think like and, and then I'm very blunt but not in a rude way but just like I don't often often people say to me um, or, or I notice people get their back up with me yeah but I am dumbfounded. I don't understand why you're being funny with me. I'm just being normal. Yeah. But I think it's because I speak so bluntly and I don't and I, and I mean, it's not that I even know I'm doing it. I'll just be like, black is black and white is white. And I don't understand yeah. any different. And often I rub people up the wrong way, I think, without realising that I'm rubbing them up the wrong yeah. way. Do you think maybe because we are the way that we are or because, you know, do you take any accountability for it? I, Because I have had to learn yeah. to. Like, watching myself on TV, I saw that some of the stuff I say is very... And I'm never meaning to be mean. Yeah. The biggest thing about Camilla and I, and what I learned from the other night and our quality time together is, we're actually big softies. Yeah. Like, things really affect us. Really and we're real us. softies. Yeah. But because we're so good at being focused and business savvy yeah. and blunt, maybe people think that we are bitches, but we don't mean to be. Yeah. Do you think? I think so. I think people think that you're really strong so they can say anything back to you because it's not going to affect you but like inside like I crumble every single time someone makes a negative comment about me because a lot of this a lot of the time when they say the bad things about you I already thought that about myself same so it's like they say it and like I thought that I doubted myself I thought all these horrible things I'm the first one to think that about me and I'm trying not to so when they do that it like really hurts same. and uh, yeah I know that you're the same so yeah. but I do think I've been told that, like, on WhatsApp, I come across as a bitch. And so, by quite a few people. And again, I don't see it because normally I'm just busy. So, I just reply quickly. Yeah. Not thinking, like, I need to do little smiley Fluffy. faces. Or yeah. Like, I just say it. But people are like, oh, well, she's, that was cruel. Or this was this. I think, honestly, a guy I was dating, he went like, yeah, I don't like you very much on WhatsApp. 
Because you're just so blunt. Yeah, we were just talking a lot, yeah, for a few months, and he's like, "Okay, you in person, like you said, face to face with different Lovely. person." Yeah. So like, what you are online. Yeah. And it's just so I think yeah because I don't have the grey and I struggle with the grey in between. Yeah. It's black, white. You say it, you don't like. Yeah. Is this or that? You just sort it out, and a lot yeah. of people say to me. There is a lot of grey and you have to consider this and that and the other. And it's something I struggle with. I struggle yeah. so badly. Yeah. I struggle like with, with um, I struggle with being empathetic. You know, if somebody's like, <clears throat> I've got a cold. <laughs> Get on with it. Literally drives me insane. <laughs> like, ma- like, just sort your shit out, yeah. you know? Like, sort yeah. yourself. I, I was about to say man up, but I've got to say, I don't like that phrase anymore. I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah. Man, woman up, whatever. Sort your shit out. Because yeah. to me, you know, like, when you're in business and you're self-employed, you don't have time no. to take time off. No. And when you've got two small children, a house to run, a business to run, bills to pay, I, you know, I, I just got a new car and then within 48 hours stones hit the windscreen and we've got a crack I hired a van to move house and I dented the van and I had to pay 500 pound excess accidents happen but you know when you have all this shit happening in your life yeah. and then someone's like oh I've had a sore throat for three days and yeah. I'm just like are you joking <laughs> are you joking the yeah. amount of shit I've had in three days yeah so sometimes I just lack patience and I noticed that these are all common traits in entrepreneurs yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs that I know and me they lack patience they can't be empathetic they're not sympathetic to that because their tunnel vision yeah. is success yeah. success success and you don't have time for the for the fluffy yeah. stuff on the side and and maybe we need to coach each other and to maybe. try and to be a bit more fluffy but understand because I'm, I'm the same and I think I just say to everyone I don't accept excuses yeah there's no excuses like if you want something just do it yeah or quit telling me how you can't do it it's like if you don't want to do it just don't fucking do it yeah it's like if you want to do it then <laughs> Like kids, or this, I haven't got time. Like we all have the same time. Like I yeah. have kids, you have kids. Yeah. We, you know, I've had shit to like kind of come across. I have cash flow problems in my business. Yeah. You're dealing with growth. People think you sit on a pot of money because you, your business is doing well. In order to grow, you constantly that money's just going. Try being on The Apprentice. Literally, you come off a TV show like The Apprentice. Everyone thinks you're a billionaire. Yeah. I swear to God, everyone's like, "Oh, you must be minted now." But I'm like, "Are you joking? A bloody wish." Don't you realize we weeks. went on there with like startup businesses? Yeah. We didn't. I didn't go on there with an established, you know, yeah. seven million pound business. I went on with a startup business that was turning over six figures. Like. Yeah. Under 200k. A lot of the others that were on the show had literally turned over like 30k. Some of them it was just an idea. But people think because you're on the biggest business yeah. show in Britain that you've come off now and you must, you know, yeah. you do a couple of endorsements on Instagram means you must be minted. Yeah. No, we're constantly working and pushing and working and striving. Yeah. And maybe that's why we don't have the tolerance because yeah. we are. Equally, I think we both have a very strong reason why. We have our kids, you know, we both have two daughters. And so when we look at those kids and we think about all the things that they need and want or, you know, I don't know about you, but Mm. I, well, actually I do, we've had this conversation, but I live vicariously through my children because there's a lot of things that I didn't have that I'm trying to make them have. And therefore we're putting pressure on ourselves. Do you think you do the same? Yeah, yeah, completely. I think, you know, I've not had a very good childhood and it's been difficult for me. And my mum did her best as a single parent. Same, yeah. And like, you know, for me, for example, coming out of a relationship that was a good relationship because my mother hasn't had good relationships and I've not had a good father figure. So for me, like leaving that relationship was really painful because I was almost like affecting my children negatively. Yeah. And I didn't have to do that. Um, so it's like I felt really selfish. I think Guilty, yeah. I feel guilty all the time with kids and I, I just want them to have the best. But also, 
And I think people forget that. I still want to be me. Mm. And like, you know, we're, we're both young. Like, we've got life to live. And yeah. having children, they're amazing. And I want them to have everything possible. But I want them to see that their mum is also a person. And happy. And happy. Yeah. Because, you know, when they get to our age and they have families, like, I don't want them to think that their life is over and they just live for their kids. Like, yeah. they're still people. Yeah. So I have my dreams and my passions and I want to fulfil them. Yeah. And sometimes that means putting that first temporarily so later on that they can have the benefit of it i know mummy guilt oh it's awful you're guilty if you're with them because you're not working yeah. because you're not earning the money yeah. then when they ask for something you can't afford it because you didn't work yeah. that day and equally you know when you are not with them you're feeling guilty because my whole thing is the school one ever since the started school mm. she's adamant she only wants me to drop a collector that really limits my day yeah. to nine till three you know or or five to nine till 315 yeah. that's it so I've got to try and work everything around it I am lucky that I have an au pair now so that is quite helpful with like dinner and things like that but equally before I was doing all of this on my own mm. I was putting the kids in the car dropping people at cleaning jobs you know I think sometimes like we were saying, those haters, they yeah. look from social media and it looks... Because social media, you do like to express your successes. Yeah. All of us do. Of so they look and see, oh, okay, you're, you've got two houses. You've just bought three apartments. You've done this. You've got these essays. Oh, Khadija's been on the... Pre-. But they don't see the grind that is happening no. every single and day. And the stress and the weight yeah. on the shoulders. Yeah. And I think that's what having candid conversations like this yeah. really help. Because if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this or you're watching and they're, oh, we get so many thumbs up. And you're listening to this and you and you often see people on social media that look like they're doing great. Don't ever be fooled that there isn't hard work going on in the background. It's not because easy. It's not. And you're so good, actually, more so than me, uh, being very honest on, on yeah. social media. Often I don't get time or I guess maybe I'm... I try to be really positive all the yeah. time and that could be de- detrimental. Yeah. Your rants, as much as we joke about it, at least you're bloody keeping it real. Yeah. You know, I've seen you upset online. Yeah. I've seen you angry. And that's so good to be vulnerable so that people can see that you're not just Camilla that has the properties. No. You're Camilla the mum who's striving hard yeah. to be bloody successful for her kids yeah. and to have the life that you never had. So yeah. you're trying to... Ooh, trying to push it out there yeah completely I think people sometimes put you on a pedestal yeah and they think like oh it's okay for her because it's easy for her because she's now here but like I've never worked harder than I do now in my life like I've never had more stress I've never had more pressure on me and I know that things are going well and I'm grateful for that and for the opportunities that I get but these opportunities didn't come to me and you are the same you grafted you are like you know people are she gets to do this and she gets to do that it's like you don't see how hard I worked for this and how many times I've been rejected and how much shit I've put up with to get to this stage you don't put yourself out there because you maybe you don't want the rejection so don't expect the same to say to have the same thing yeah. the money that I spent on education the the hours of driving from one You're driving. oh my god to another like honestly like, I feel like a gypsy I don't even know like where I live I, I stay you know until I had a place in Peterborough I'd stay in hotels for two weeks every month yeah and it's just you know I commit myself to do that which means no social life no dating it's just children mm. and then my business and I'm happy to do that but it's not easy like I break down all the time I have massive highs for those but huge lows. lows like I start going to therapists because you don't want to burden people with your negativity yeah so I don't want to just go to a friend and go like oh this is shit because I don't feel like that's a good thing to do because I want to be positive so if I pay someone then I can talk yeah, at them for like an hour yeah. and give them all my negativity yeah 
But well, I'm really good. All my friends say I'm really good at pep talk, so I know our friendship <laughs> is just blossoming. But if you need them, I'm good Thank at them. You. I'll turn that shit right around, <laughs> and then I'll need you back. I'll probably scream. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I scream. I, I need to get the scream out. Do I you? need to scream and swear and do it. And then ten minutes later, I'm fine. You yeah. know, I just gotta get it out of my system. <laughs> Let's see if we've got some comments on here. Good afternoon, Samantha. Hi. Yes, I've read a post from you, Camilla, once, and it came across quite scary. <laughs> I, I know I'm uh, apparently I'm very scary. I get those comments a lot. People ask me sometimes scared to like say stuff to me. Mate, I the get things, aggressive. I'm yeah, aggressive. Yeah, I'm, I've been told. I've been told by my mentor that I'm aggressive. Anyway, yeah, well, we're both aggressive. Yeah, so I think I'm like the nicest. If you need support, like I'm the most supportive, the nicest person ever. But if you piss me off, I would be scary. I say I'm. Yeah, my I've got like the biggest heart. I'll do anything yes. for anyone. But yeah. if someone's a bitch, I'm a ten x yes. bitch back. Yes, ten x exactly. bitch back. Ten exactly. x bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Don't be a bitch to me and I'll be nice to you. <laughs> exactly. So Tara's asked, why do the figures for SA change in winter slash summer? Okay, so obviously seasonality's got something to do with it. So no matter where you are, the prices will be higher in the summer because more tourism comes to yeah. the country. So it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter whether you're in a touristy area or not. Generally, the prices go up. So same as they go up for events. And um, so you're normally the high seasons. It's hospitality business. Of course. So it's just what you get. So the high season tends to start from May until runs probably till October. We've had quite a good October this year, actually. Um, and then the winter starts normally November. December is a bit high again. January, February, March, a bit lower. Yeah. And then April starts to pick up again. So seasonality, you get everywhere. I mean, if you're in a big city like London, you might not be affected as much, but the rates go up in London significantly in the summer. Yeah. I mean, I remember staying in London, because I was staying in London a lot in the summer, and the prices have tripled really? in London. I mean, I couldn't, when I was looking to stay central London, I couldn't get anything cheaper than 500 quid a night. Wow. And there weren't nice essays. They no. were like... Basic. Yeah, very basic. So... It's just what's expected. You have to go with the market. And if your market dictates the prices to go up, you lift them up. And same in the winter. There's many people travel. Um, the tourism goes down, so the rates go down to the regular workers. Mm. So you have to then adjust with that. Mm. Um, so I say to everyone in SA, you need a full 12 months to be able to know where your profits are. Mm. You know, Some people start in the summer and they go, oh, I've got 100% occupancy and I make that much money. I think you've you done it one month exactly yeah. like you don't know what you're doing you can't, yet. Yeah, you wait can't. till you get the winter because you're reliant on OTAs which is the online travel agents like wait till it comes to winter and your profits drop by like 50% yeah. or more yeah. um, so it's it's hospitality so the prices saying you know why do prices go up when there's a big event going on it's, it's just, just the way it is demand there's more demand so then yeah. you've got to yeah I know it. that makes so much and most people I guess at Christmas time most people it's not it's not the norm to travel at Christmas no. most people stay at home yeah. so that's probably you yeah. know where it's coming from I hope that helped Tara that was a great answer Camilla okay what else have we got someone just said I love seeing you two together well thank you god I got really close to the camera that was not a good <laughs> stuff um hey ladies it's a roller coaster out there it really is Great friendship there between the two of you. Thank you. And and do you know oh. the funniest thing is that you lot in the community, you could all be um oh someone's just written someone, I'll I'll read it. Well, all of you could could form these friendships yeah. because it literally has only been the past week really that we've really gotten to yeah. know each other and so make sure you support each other don't be that person that scrolls through and looks and views but doesn't like like one like one like yeah. all of your well as many as I can and you do the yeah. same to me for a long time despite yeah. the fact we've never had time to really get to know each other yeah. we've always liked each other's stuff but we've I always saw you in a community before you went on the apprentice yeah and so like what, what struck me like you would always jump in to support me when I had 
and abuse and then I've tried to do the same back to you I know so like I've seen you in a community for a long time yeah. and that's the thing be a supporter of each other not a hater don't be a like, hater it's just like I, I don't get I people who I don't hate get on others it. it. like people trying or like making effort or starting up or restarting like, just be freaking nice yeah exactly just just support each other and all come back to you yeah. so I've seen that and then I remember you like disappeared off social media because obviously <laughs> now I know why <laughs> I did. Like, what happened? Simon was meant to be like managing it to make it look like the norm. Oh, okay. I think he posted once while I was away, and then no. I got back, and everyone was like, "Where have you been?" I'm like, "Oh, I just took time off." <laughs> you know, I've been in London for two months filming, yeah, yeah. but okay. But that's the point, exactly. Yeah. And also, like, we are approachable. I think often, like you said, people think, "Oh, because it's Khadija from The Apprentice." Oh, I can't reach out. Please do, because if I can't answer, I have a team that can, and I know Camilla helps a lot of people. So, and she clearly knows what she's talking about. Someone here has just said, um, better to be upfront. Oh, sorry, Louise. Better to be upfront than fake. You both have my support. I am the same. I don't shit. <laughs> you don't shit. <laughs> sorry. Um, Women dancers, okay. <laughs> you can be impatient as well. Yeah, I know. It's just because... Hi girls, very valuable conversation related for women in business a lot. Let's make more of those lives. Oh, okay, yeah, we will. That's we awesome. were actually thinking to have like a Khadija Camilla show or Camilla and Khadija show, whatever. Hashtag keeping it real is people's interpretation and editing of your story. If there is yeah. no malice behind it, then it's not your problem. I do agree with that to, to some degree, but I do think that personally for me, I'm not saying this for you. I need to take accountability on maybe the way yeah. I write things or maybe the way I speak because the fact that I'm rubbing up a pharmacist and not even intending to, like I don't even know how I do it. Yeah. Like, and then, but often the worst thing is when you've got people around you that love you and know you, they're yeah. the worst people to ask because I'll ask you or I'll ask my friends or my family and I'll go, was I blood then? And they'll go, no, but then, because you know me, so you know that's not me being blunt. Yeah. Because if I was being blunt, yeah. it would be a bloody lot worse yeah. than that. This is what people say to me, um, why are you shouting? And I go, no, I talk loud. Trust me, if I was shouting, yeah. you would know about it, yeah. you know? And you're passionate, and it's just like, yeah. people don't get it, that you're just passionate. Yeah. I think emotional control is like something that like Rob talks to me a lot about. And I used to get confused thinking that he's trying to like change me. Mm. But it's not that. So it's saying what still your truths, but knowing where it's going to turn into something like a little bit an more. An argument. Yeah. yeah. Where like, you know, there's, there's one thing saying it and there's another thing when you lose it and you say things that you, you did really didn't, yeah, that you didn't Well, mean. I never, one thing I never do is get personal. Yeah. I think once you get, once you do that, yeah. I, I just, I'm just not that way inclined. Yeah. I just, I will, I will be very judgy about the action. Yeah. Like if somebody's not doing something the way it's supposed to be, I will tell them straight, like that's yeah. not how it's meant to be. But I would never be like you're hopeless, you're this, you're that, because that's unnecessary. The thing that I've learned the most from Rob is thanks for the feedback. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, thanks for the feedback. When somebody's, like, really trying to rile you up and you know what they're doing, because I'm like you, I bite. They're fishing and I'm catching every time because I want to. Like... I'm not going to say his name, but there's an online troll yeah. that trolls myself and Rob quite frequently on yeah. LinkedIn. And I said to Rob, I want him on my podcast because I literally want to rip the shit out of him. And Rob's saying, no, you're not. And I, I'm like, but why? How is it okay for him to say yeah. stuff that's not true and, and be rude about us? I want to be rude back. And he's like, Khadija, what is it going to benefit you? Yeah. Like, just thanks for the feedback. Yeah. Move on. And that's, you know, he's, yeah. you know, big he's up to right. Rob Moore. He's good for us in that respect. 
Okay, so now I'm going to ask you about men in business. Yeah. So we spoke about women in business. So yeah. men in business. So some women say, I feel intimidated in business because of yeah. men. Um, or I feel like men look down at me. Or, uh, you know, some women are single and they're yeah. struggling to find a man or a professional that's got the same mindset yeah. as them. So how do you find it working with men? And also you are a single mum. Yes. So how are you finding that? Um, so I think there's a mix it depends who you surround yourself with because I have been around men who are judgmental mm. and like um, you know who feel like because you're a woman you're not good or um, kind of assumption that there's a man that I'm behind a man yeah I'm, I'm part of something bigger that's not me yeah so I get that and there's, there's a lot of that I guess the people I surround myself with are not like that and I think you can pick and choose because there's a lot of wonderful men out there and like all the men that I surround myself with, that are my friends, that are in the mastermind groups, that are in the community, in the same business, are the biggest supporters of women ever. And they are the ones who pick up the phone to me and they're mad. People like, and some women again, like judge this because it's like, oh, a man and a woman can't be friends. But like, they're all married. Yeah. They're all happily married and in a relationships. They're just friends to me. So like, you know, they don't have a problem picking up the phone to me and just saying, helping. yeah, come in, are you okay? I've noticed you're upset. And I've got a few really good friends like that who do that. Yeah, They'll message same. me saying like, I saw your post, are you okay? Yeah. And, and I'll do the same back to them. Mm. So I have the most wonderful men supporting me and I really value that and I appreciate that. So I don't see men as a negative. I got on really well with men. Yeah. Like I said, if I've got any beef, yeah. you can just say it, have a joke and it's done. done yeah. And there's no stuff in the background. There's no like... Honestly, yeah, you see each other and it's like, oh, no, you know, yeah. giving each other the stairs. Like, I hate that. I yeah. really don't like it. I like to talk things out. Yeah. Like, I don't like just forgetting about things because it's always there. there. And it's like, it's, it's in me. It's like, I just can't wait to You're get like it out. You're like me. I have to just Honestly, say it. It's like, you know, some people just like, let's not talk about it. Simon, leave it. Simon says to me all the time, oh. Khadija, just leave it. And I, I can't because I'm not going to stop yeah. thinking about it for three days yeah. or longer. I've got to get it out. And then always, when I do get it out and I resolve it, when it's with the right people, yeah. we move on. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if it's, it's not resolved, they won't work yeah. it anyway. There's a really good book that I've been um, listening to actually called For Women Only. And it's about understanding men and how they work. So, like, I'm trying to get this because, like, I don't get men. (laughs) (laughs) And it talks about us women being, like, really vocal and wanting to resolve things immediately. Probably generalising. But men need time and understanding how sometimes they care about you. So they don't want to just say things that are going to be hurtful. So they need time to walk away, to think about it, and then come back. Well, we think that they don't care about us. That's why they ignore us. The way they're all like, put us for the torture. So it's quite interesting, actually, listening to that. That's like men are from Venus and women are from Mars, that type of thing. Yeah, completely. And you think we understand each other. We're like, a lot of the time, we don't. don't. That's the romantic stuff. But when it comes to business, it's different, isn't it? It's just like, you have that friendship, and it's more, there's no hidden stuff behind that. It's just really clear. So... Dating, I mean, it's, I'm probably not the best person to ask about dating because I haven't dated really. I mean, I've had a few dates in my first year after we split up with my ex, but I've made a conscious decision not to. Um, so I'm terrified of dating, I'm not going to lie. Are you? Yeah, I'm honestly terrified. I feel like, I don't know, I, I don't want to open up to anyone mm, in case I, I get I hurt. I think um, So, yeah, it's like, so I, I have lots of friends and close friends, but... I just don't go past that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, Simon and I separated, um, well, over the last three years, we've separated a couple of times. Our relationship has been hard mm. because of like business and everything. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that. I never understood. And I don't know if it's from my upbringing, yeah. you know, I don't know, seeing things with my mum and partners or whatever, but I never really understood men. 
and I never really respected men. Yeah. And I always, I don't, I, and it must be like deep rooted or something, yeah. but I always thought that I could, I don't know, it was my way or the highway and I'm so independent that I don't care what you say. Yeah. And actually, as I've got older, I now think, you know, there does, for a relationship to work, it does have to, if you're a strong woman, yeah. you either need a stronger man yeah. in terms of personality traits, yes. um, like the decision maker, or you need somebody that's a bit more the opposite. So in my relationship now, and you know, despite our ups and downs, yeah. Simon is more the placid one that let's walk away from the drama yeah. and for years I thought that's because he didn't give a shit yeah. but actually now I've got an older I'm like hold on a second maybe I, I need to adopt some of his traits because I'm such a hothead and everything needs to be now and then yeah. um, but he'll he'll think about it he'll do his research his due diligence he'll make a spreadsheet mm-hmm. you know like all of this stuff and so I completely agree there's there's something about men and women that yeah. despite trying to be equal which we are all fighting yeah. for we do want to be treated equally there are substantial just differences yeah. and and that's just the way we're made that's genetic yeah. so as long as we're able to understand that then yeah. we're fine I mean that leads me on to a post that I put on LinkedIn I yes, showed you it you so I put, I want to know your feedback on this guys so I put a post on LinkedIn um, saying that I've got some very successful single friends I wasn't actually talking about Camilla when I was in it although she is successful and single I was with another friend and thinking about some others but then I was like Camilla actually hey girl <laughs> I put this post up so I put a post out on LinkedIn saying I've got some successful female friends that are looking to date professionals and I thought LinkedIn would be a good place to be I got a lot of hate um, people saying this is not what LinkedIn's for you should go to Tinder I'm sorry I fucking hate Tinder yeah, what is natural about looking at someone's face swiping. and swiping yeah like I that's disgusting yeah. that's uh, we're all fighting for equality and this that and the other but you can go on a site and go nah you haven't quite got the nose in the right place yeah. your eyes a little bit up nah that's just how shallow yeah. is that and these people date multiple people at once it's and it's disgusting. just like that just like to me, it's just like, I don't know no. how anyone can do that. No. Like, do one person at a time and, like, do you one know? Person. <laughs> like, just as she said, in the words of Camilla, do one person at a time. <laughs> that is the hashtag that's going to be in the show notes from this. Can you please do one person at a time? Thank you very much. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. No, but it's true, right? So I was single for a short while when uh, Simon and I separated, and I. I, did, I was scared to date as well, mm. you know, and then obviously you've got kids, so it's hard when do you find yeah. time. And then I thought, you know, would that be a meme, but I'm keeping it real. What if people think I've got baggage, you know, yes, like, because I've got kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to be, yeah. talk straight about it because, you know, we are still young. You're yeah. 29, I'm 30, and a lot of people our age don't actually have no. children. So for them, it's easy for them to date. Once you've got kids, if your relationship then doesn't work yeah. out, you have this insecurity that you're going to think that anybody you date is going to think you've got baggage or it's hard work yeah. or I don't want them to meet the kids or, yeah. you know, the next person that does meet the kids, I need them to be yeah. the one that is the one. Exactly. so much pressure yeah. on yourself um, but I put a post out on LinkedIn it got 65,000 views um, a lot of people were negative but I actually got hundreds of messages from men saying thank you so much for this post Khadija I'm also a single professional man and I am looking today a single professional woman or professional entrepreneurial what have you people that are like minded because yeah. some of my friends that have separated is because they've become entrepreneurial minded yes. and their partner is not mm-hmm. so they just are not on the same wavelength no. they just and they can't so 
my kind of thing to you is, do you think that there should be a platform or I know there's a few dating sites, but do you think it should be encouraged on places like LinkedIn? Yeah. That, you know, if people are single and they're single, you know, you used to put on Facebook single and that was kind of the thing so everybody knew, like yeah. if you are interested, yeah. you can message me. It's hard, no? It's really so, hard. so what can we do? What can I do as hashtag wing woman to make it more possible for people like you yeah. who don't have much time to be able to at least you know, talk to people that yeah. are like-minded and maybe it progresses. You know what, there's a big gap in the market there. Because when, when I first came out of a relationship, I was with, with Ryan for 10 years with my ex-partner and it's a long time. And when you come out of that, you immediately feel like you need somebody to tell you that you're good enough because you've always been with someone and if, when you're alone and feeling like, you know, I felt like I've got children, no one will want me. Mm. Like, nobody will want me now, I'll be single forever. So you want that validation from another person because you're vulnerable and you feel like... So vulnerable. So when I first broke up with him I wasn't a strong independent woman I was desperate yeah I was desperate to be with someone for someone to love me and to tell me that I'm good enough and to want to be a part of my life and what happens like I met a lot of wrong people Mm. they just and they know the ones like yeah you've got baggage or this and that would treat me not not so nice um and what I found I was on tinder I tried bumble um, I tried all the dating websites that were out there that are like, you know, the plenty of fish, whatever. Yeah. And it was just like nothing. nothing yeah. And what I find there isn't like a market, there isn't a, anything for the market of professionals, successful people who are busy in their jobs and they don't want to just a uh, quick shag. Or maybe yeah. some of them do, but like, yeah. you know, get to <laughs> yeah. Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's there for you. Yeah, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's already like, there. They want meaningful conversations yeah. with intelligent Deep. people. Yeah. Exactly. And to be able to get to know each other. And I know some of my like friends who are, you know, 30 plus and they want to date. And again, they don't want to just date some, you know, random. Yeah, some yeah. randomers that, you know, haven't really achieved. It's not about achieving, but like, I'm not in the right mindset. Yeah. So I found this the apps or this matchmakers, which charge a lot of fucking money. Mm. And people who can afford to go to a matchmaker, they go through that way. But it's again so limited because not many people know about the matchmaking services. Yeah. So. I do think that there's a huge gap for like business idea for and us. it has to be something yeah exactly yeah. that it's you pay more money for because quality equals more cost yeah. so I would happily pay more money yeah. if I could be guaranteed that people I'm meeting are the same mindset yeah. And it's true because, you know, and and it's no disrespect to people out there, but when you are entrepreneurial minded, if you are aligned with someone, perhaps, I mean, sometimes opposites attract. For me personally, I need that intellectual conversation. And so we're not being snooty or I'm going to ask. It's about personalities matching personalities. You know, it's not about looks matching looks. It's not about a good looking person swiping a good looking person. It's deeper than that. It's about, you know, I was even thinking about cv uploading and and questions that are aligned so that you can match people up and i do think that i had a lot of comments on linkedin of people saying uh this has got nothing to do with being professional but i think health and wealth go coincided mental health is so important and when you feel loved and nurtured and happy and content in a relationship, you're more likely to be successful. Absolutely. Because you're not doing that on your own. You're not bearing the burden yeah. by yourself. And you've got that support. Yeah. Most of the entrepreneurs, like the big entrepreneurs, Richard Branson, Lord Sugar, everyone, they all give huge credit to their wives. 
they give huge credit to their wives and they say, I couldn't have done what I've done without my wife, without my supporting significant other. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that some entrepreneurs are happy being single and they are, and they are successful equally. But if somebody wants to find love mm -hmm. and wants to be in a relationship and that's going to benefit them in their business and their life, how is that not professional? I feel like mm -hmm. I would encourage people if that's what they want to find that person. And for those people that were commenting on LinkedIn saying this has got nothing to do with LinkedIn, like shut the F up. Yes, it has. Health and wealth coincide. And who the F are you to say whether somebody should be looking for love or not? It's, like, yeah, it's a social media platform. I know. It's social media. I don't want to talk about Brexit anymore. I'm <laughs> fucking bored of Brexit. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I'm yeah. over it. I want to help people find love and be happy in their life and successful yeah. and hashtag live their best life. But you know what? We've not, we were saying about this and I'm looking at this what we've noticed is the is women being really bitchy on that yeah it's it mainly women yeah or because it's like almost a threat yeah like there's a successful woman on LinkedIn yeah just saying hey I've got some friends who just put yourself out there some women hate that why it's just like it's just oh you shouldn't be this you shouldn't be that because they wouldn't be a certain way it's like well that's good for you yeah shut why don't you stick to what you do and I Look, do my thing yeah. <laughs> hallelujah preach it to the choir girl okay before we finish up, let's talk podcast. Yeah. So, obviously, we're recording for my podcast right mm -hmm. now. And the thing I love about it is I call it Keep It Real. So, we literally could talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. And we've spoken about your property and everything. So, your podcast is coming out. Mm -hmm. What is the vision? What are we doing? Who are we interviewing? What are we talking about? Yeah. So, my podcast, I mean, a lot of people said to me, do the essay and service accommodation and talk about that. But I don't want to be limited. Like, my world has opened up to so many more things. And I love business. I mean, essay is my speciality and I'm good in it. And that's, I've grown my business from that niche, but I want to learn more. There's like such a big world out there of business that I want to find out about. And I'm really creative like you. So I've got ideas coming into my head all the time. Well, we're doing the data site next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll that out. That's next. Like, this but is honestly, you sat here and you're like, oh, I could do this, could do that. And like, I just keep them in the bag until I'm ready for the next thing. So the podcast is going to be life and business, probably similar to yours. Yeah. I just want to be able to talk about anything. Everything. So it's going to be, it's going to be called the Camilla Show which is not my idea I love it I love <laughs> the Camilla show because I am maybe aggressive and maybe a little bit too much out there it's like well you or know outspoken what? yeah use it for my, my well it's, ir it's the irony isn't it because yeah. like people often say oh they think it's all about them oh it's yeah. the Khadija show oh it's yeah. the Camilla show just because we're it's loud right. and we're yeah. expressive you're, you're exactly. rocking it girl that's it if you say it's the Camilla show I bloody make it the Camilla yeah, show exactly Go you already say I'm this so I might as well just make the most of it brilliant I love it so the Camilla show so yeah. what are we going to be discussing just everything everything so motivational um, life in business the ups and downs when it's hard how to get yourself going so I'm going to be sharing stuff like you know what do I do when things get low what I, what do I do when this happens interview wise um, I'm so excited because I want to get like business it's like people who are creative and yeah. think differently not from just one like area of business from all sorts of areas mm -hmm. so I'm just starting to reach out and I mean the reason I wanted to do the podcast to meet people, being honest. It's, because so, it's such a good way, honestly. It's like when you have interesting conversations and you meet interesting people and then you get invited to interesting events and you find out about things. Like That's what I love about business. Yeah. Like, not sitting in the office and doing my work and, like, counting the money. Like, I love being out there. The with network. People. Yeah, the mm. network. To me, success is networking people you surround yourself with. Yeah. When I started in business, my family wasn't supporting me very much. Like, mm. they are now. But I've built my own family from the people I surround myself with. Yeah. And that's exactly what I want the podcast to do, to have opportunities to see places and people and things and 
it's so good I mean I've met so many amazing people and yeah. it's such a good way to I mean I, I have a, an event at Progressive HQ called the Podcast Discovery Day and you can come and it's four hours long I've got quite a few events next year um, but you can learn about how yeah. you can use podcasting as your leverage to get into people that otherwise might yeah. not give you their time so you could say you know can you come around or that well I know you would have anyway but you know Linda Platt from The Apprentice yeah. I said to her do you want to come on my podcast I went by the house the housekeeper opened the door they made me a tea I was in there for a good couple of hours and we were talking all things business mm -hmm. having a podcast gives you a lot of collateral and leverage yeah. to be able to say do you know what I want you to give me my time because I really like you yeah. and I admire you but equally I want you to benefit from it too yes. rather than can you just give me half an hour of your time to have a coffee because often busy entrepreneurs can't do that yeah. because they're so busy so it's such a good way also making money from it like you already mentor and, and help businesses grow having a podcast has, has made me take home a lot more than I used to before with the cleaning business yeah. because people hear you they hear your credibility they listen to the people that you're interviewing mm -hmm. and how credible they are and so it already makes you like an expert in your field yeah um so yeah I'm so excited for your podcast um, do you yeah. have a date in mind and um, it'll be in December sometime I'm just, oh my god yeah I'm just agreeing the final bits on the artwork and it should be I'm hoping before Christmas just get it out there get it released do it and um I did the progress of course so yeah I'm, I'm on the studio I'm, I'm being managed by you guys. Oh, on the agency. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. And are you um, going to have a launch party? Rob Moore's like, have an anniversary one, but no, I love it. see, I don't like my own parties. It sounds really wrong. You like other people. But like, I like other people's parties. Yeah. Well. You know what it is? I'm always scared that people are not going to turn up in the time. Anxiety. I've got awful like, anxiety. It's like, what? Because... Like, you know, I'm, I'm launching people in Mayfair, which is a networking event, but that's a networking event and there'll be speakers and I'm organising it so people can benefit from it in a way. If it's like my podcast launch party, it's like for me, I feel a bit like... Yeah, yeah. See, and that's our insecurities yeah. that people yeah. don't see. Yeah, people don't see. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's make a deal then. When you've done X amount of episodes, let's yeah. say a hundred episodes or something, then I will arrange your party for you. Let's do that. Okay, we'll do that because I love planning <laughs> a party. Um. Okay. So before we finish off, yes, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask every guest. And you know what? Those of you in the disruptive group, you're really lucky because I usually turn these off and you have to download the podcast. But this episode will go out in a couple of weeks' time. So those of you that have dropped off and come back on or whatever you'll be able to get the full episode in a few weeks so Camilla mm. I'm going to ask you a question that I ask every guest if you could be an animal what animal would you be? I thought about that I knew it was coming <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Correct. a wolf oh be a wolf. that's a good one no one's ever said that because a wolf um, they're very loyal um, they're very good in a team but they can also go um, you know the lone wolf they yeah. can also be quite happy independent but I'm, I'm a very loyal person yeah and like if someone does something good to me like I'll be for the rest of my life I'm the same like I will never go against them. I know same yeah. I'm exactly the same as you so a wolf yeah so but wolf. then if someone messes with you but then you're like I can eat them <laughs> gonna eat you all of you okay and then we're gonna play the yes no game oh okay have you played this before no right before we do let me just see if we've got any last comments do one person at a time lol 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 camilla you crack me up i know that was the best <laughs> type of uh relationships friendship communication is everything so true anna's put ladies hi she'll catch up with it later yes um yep yeah, way too scary camilla but still the best sa girl <laughs> Great friendship there. It's a roller coaster. Brilliant. What have we got on yours? Ladies, check out the love tribe. There's a huge gap in the market. Okay, we'll check that Ooh. out. 
do one person at a time lol is this a relationship podcast no it isn't we're speaking about everything but why shouldn't we speak about relationships um it should be a red take no shit oh okay thank you louise okay brilliant so let's play the yes no game all right let's do it okay we're still sitting on the floor look fully keep it well <laughs> okay camilla are you ready i'm ready do you want a second to breathe that's okay uh, she's ready she's ready for anything okay camilla on your mask, get set, go. Do you wear glasses? Yes. Okay. You've ruined it already, you can't say yes or no. Oh shit, <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. Okay, let's start again. So I can't say yes. Can't say yes, can't say no, can't pause for too long. So what do I do? Answer any other way. That's tricky now, isn't it? You thought you were oh, ready, but now shit. you're not ready. Okay. All can't right. say yes, can't say no. So do can't not say yes, do not say yes, no, do not wait too long. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that, wasn't a, <laughs> that wasn't a trick oh my oh, god that is so fun I love the end okay are you ready now Good. you're not sure if you're yeah <laughs> let's do it okay do you wear glasses I've got them on can you ride a bike I've ridden a bike before do you think Frozen is better than Moana I love Frozen <laughs> do you like chocolate yes or no um I eat chocolate. <laughs> Spicy curry, yes or no? If it's Thai. Yeah. <laughs> we got oh it. It's hard, isn't it's it? Hard, yeah. Do you know what? No, I was actually done it to me, yeah? Oh. So I'm waiting for someone to do it back to me and then I, I think I'm going to be awful. But it's a nice way for when you like yeah, yeah. get your podcast ready. It's a nice way to like round it off. Then it you is. know it's done and we've chilled. And it's fine. Yeah. And I, I always say, for those of you thinking of starting a podcast, make sure that you have um, the light and shade. So I think in this episode, we've laughed, we've joked, we've been serious, mm-hmm. we've spoken about great topics, we've finished lightheartedly and that's really important when you're recording a podcast. And we've got our H1Ns here, H1N Zooms. So um, yeah, these are great. And then you can record and you can edit out the bits where you mess up like that thank you anything else you want to plug before we sign out um no so if anyone wants to follow me you can find me on facebook linkedin instagram etc it's camilla sholek which is w-s-z-o-l-e-k surname um and just don't be a hater be a lover and you know we we support each other we support other people and let's create good communities and not crappy ones yeah let's enjoy this business well and in december download the camilla show podcast and you could download this episode in a couple of weeks time thank you my darling thank you thank you very much bye everyone bye okay we're gonna finish oh we're gonna stop (laughs) at least that wasn't yours and we're gonna finish bye oh that was fun